What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 269 of the Geeks of the Race podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And this week, we're geeking out about the new Switch, Black Widow, and Netflix Originals. Or, yeah. not Originals. Netflix in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, before we do that, uh, if you would like an awesome, super soft t-shirt, you can do so by going to geeksandrace.com slash shop. Uh, they are some of my favorite t-shirts. Yes, I would agree. Uh, so, yeah, do do that. <laughs> uh, cool, we'll get right into it. Well, let's talk about games we've been playing. I'll be really quick. I'm playing Last of Us 2. Um, I am... Uh, it's so hard to find landmarks that aren't, like, spoilery. <laughs> um, I um, just got out of a movie theater. Oh, all right. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. You're in into the thick of it? No. As yes. <laughs> Very much so. Um, I'm enjoying it, so I really haven't played anything else just because I've been, um, yeah, basically stuck on that. I'm like, I, I'm going to plow through this game, um, and it's been awesome so far. Um, if you like Last of Us, you'll like this. Go ahead, LJ. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've been playing... A few things. Um, actually, kind of like backlog stuff. I, um, so, I guess this is, this is actually a pretty good transition. Because I would say that A Plague Tale Innocence feels very much like A Last of Us set in the medieval ages. Okay. It's a, it's a third person like action-adventure game, kind of like The Last of Us. You play as uh, this girl, Amicia, who's guiding her brother uh, on this journey. Because there's something special about about him but also there's these this group called the inquisitors after them and there's also a plague going on which is full of rats so like i don't know if it's like it's like a fictional plague but it's kind of supposed to resemble like you know a plague you know the time the time when the plague was going on and stuff in the medieval ages um it is super good i highly recommend people check this out it's on game pass uh for xbox and pc uh, I'm actually playing on PS4 because the the next gen upgrades just came out, or PS5 because the next gen upgrades came out, and it's it's super good. Like it's not like a you don't get like a ton of weapons or anything. Like you're very limited on what you can do. Like I think all Amicia has is like a slingshot or a, a sling, almost like a David and Goliath kind of thing. And so uh, eventually you l- learn th- more stuff you can do with that sling. So, like, there's, like, different ammo types and different things you can use to, like, distract enemies with and such. It's it's super cool. There's a lot of cool puzzle... There's a lot of cool, like, puzzle, like, sections and... But it's very... It's very cool. The story's really good. They announced the sequel during the Xbox showcase this year. So that's part of why I was like, oh, I need to play this before the um, sequel comes out. Um, yeah, it looks really cool. That's I, called uh... Plague Tale something, but the first one is Plague Tale Innocence. Yeah, I didn't really, like, I've heard the name before, but I never really checked it yes. out. It looks really cool. Yeah, this is, I think, Joe probably talked about this in the past. I, th- I don't, I think he might have still been on the podcast whenever he was playing it, but uh, it's, like, one of his favorite games. A couple of us on um, on the stream team have played it recently, and 
Uh, we all love it. It's super good. Basically, the best way I can describe it is The Last of Us, but in the medieval ages. Which I'm into right now. So I'm <laughs> my list. Yeah, yeah. Um, super, super good. Check it out just a second ago just to see what it is. It's at $40 on uh, Steam right now. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure like they just had sales and stuff, which is kind of awkward. Because <laughs> now it's like, I think a bunch of the sales are over, so you can probably get it for cheaper. But... But again, okay. it's it's on it's on Game Pass also, so which is a pretty okay. sweet deal. Um, best deal in gaming, as they call Game Pass. Um, so yeah, I've been playing that, and then the other thing, um, I've been going back to Smash Ultimate, and mostly because of Kazuya, but I've been doing a lot of uh, virtual photography on there. I finally found a decent way to get good quality photos from my Switch now, because that was always kind of been the issue for me with taking photos on switch basically i'm just it's so the switch has this feature now where when you share photos you can hit this button where it says send a smartphone and you can send mm-hmm. like a whole batch of them and you basically like scan a qr code it makes a temporary like wi-fi connection or like a like a weird like wi-fi like signal and then you basically just save the photos from there. And I basically have Adobe Lightroom on my phone. And so I just poured them into Lightroom and then get on my PC and just do them that way. So they uh, they came out really good quality. Uh, I got some of um, Kazuya when he first came out. Did some of Cloud and Sephiroth. And then uh, did some Sonic photos yesterday. So that was kind of cool. I've been mostly just using that for photography stuff. So, But kind of good to play some old stuff since I'd played a lot of new stuff recently. So... That's what I'm up to. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into the news then. Yeah. Okay. So, literally the morning after we recorded, <laughs> the Switch yes. OLED edition got announced. I was like, man. Um, not the Switch Pro. Yeah. So. <laughs> certainly not. Yeah, certainly not. So, I mean, everybody already knows about this thing. It's got the new OLED screen it's the screen itself is slightly bigger it looks just a lot it just looks like an improved model um, there's actually an ethernet port in the back which I think is cool like you can get an adapter for for uh, ethernet port now if you want for your switch you have but that's just a quality of life feature that to me is like really nice because everything else mm-hmm. I have is attached to an ethernet port except for uh, <laughs> except for my switch. Um, this is not the Switch Pro, as we said. There's the white Joy-Cons. Uh, it doesn't do 4K or nothing. Um, I think I did hear it can, well, I don't know if 1080 was a thing on it. I don't think it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, people are not happy, um, because it (laughs) isn't the Pro. And I think it's mostly because of expectations. I think, uh, you know, there was rumors and stuff Right. That, that, like, even Jason, Jason Schreier reported on that um, pretty much led everybody to leave. I think everybody built themselves up so much. And they very well could be doing a 4K one, you know, but then, you know, the pen, you know, we got the pandemic and that stuff to deal with. Um, the cool thing is, is we have heard in the past that they got those OLED screens from Samsung, which I think is cool. That's like, cool. Uh, I am going to get one only because the one I have now is kind of beat up and like just kind of falling apart. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get one. But uh, largely, I think I people are... I probably won't. 
But my thinking, like, I had said this before the Switch even came out, that yeah. I would buy a docked-only yes. version of a Switch that did 4K. Yeah. Uh, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I either would want that, mm-hmm. or then just get friendlier with Xbox and let us play their Nintendo games on Xbox. Yeah. Because, like, that's all I want is, like, if I can play uh, Breath of the Wild, but, like, on a 4K Xbox, you know, 1X, like, mm-hmm. and all those crazy specs, that would be super, super cool. Oh, yeah. Um, I would even, I don't know how they would do it, but I would even be okay with, like, you can only play this on Xbox if you own a Switch. And I would be like, okay. Yeah. So I own a Switch, so I'd be fine. I'm sure that would make a lot of people angry. Oh, yeah. But... I would be like, that, that's fine with me. Just let me mm, play it. Some caveat, in these yeah. Higher specs. Um, I just, yeah. I don't need a 4K handheld screen. That just yeah. sounds like a battery dump. Well, yeah. Even then, like, like, I mean, phones can do 4K now, but it's like, think about how expensive phones are, and then like, right. even if even if the screen itself did 1080 or something, and then you can plug it into the dock and have it do 4K, I think that would be fine. But like. I don't. I never expected the actual thing, the actual screen on the Switch to be 4K. So, yeah, I yeah. that would just take so much battery. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but I also like having something like that that small that runs 4K. Um, I mm-hmm. just think it's asking a lot too. Like, why not just make a deal with with Xbox? They already seem friendly. Yeah. Uh, I just let us play those games there, and then, yeah. I mean, that's where I would. Mm-hmm. That's where I would be. I do like the idea of you know a a TV like a TV only like model like you like you were saying too, mm-hmm. because like I mean t- they there think are about cloud saves too. Yeah, that well, would be super cool well, because cloud, then you could just cloud, cloud save. saves are a thing now. Well, I mean, but like really figure them out yeah. so that they were good, and yeah. you could literally save you know your game on Xbox. Oh, and then well, yeah, Xbox ha- has easy cloud save stuff going on there. See, so if they worked yeah. with. Nintendo needs to work better. Do better. Yeah, they don't um, play nice with others, really. Like, they literally could. Like, could, <laughs> I, I'm imagining right now, I'm playing it on Xbox. Yeah. I save it through the internet on Cloud Save. Pick up my Switch. I have to download that data on, through the internet, which sucks, but mm-hmm. fine. And then I can play that game on the go because it's all, like, transferred through Cloud Saves. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. You can basically do that with an Xbox now, like, with X, with the, like cloud with the xbox cloud like on your phone yeah it's pretty easy like yeah and then even when i got my series s as soon as i had everything installed it's like oh we're we're syncing your save now (laughs) it's like oh yeah cool it's already there like i didn't have to worry about save data at all like that's asking a lot from nintendo yes yeah so if i can play the games on xbox that would be cool nintendo operates on a very monkey's paw situation it's like they're gonna give you a new thing but the new thing doesn't do everything you want it to yeah um people are i guess like for people who play only docked already like mostly on their tvs i guess they don't really need this i don't think anybody really needs this if if your switch is in a good condition but i think it's more like if you don't have one yet or i mean like you said yours is tore up but yeah if i didn't have one and i was choosing between the two i'd obviously choose the newer one yeah 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 because like i mean there have been like other special edition models and stuff that have come out since then so I think this is definitely, like, if you're still on a launch Switch, this was probably pretty good if it's not in good condition. But Or if you don't I'm have a launch one, like Switch, but I never use it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, so mine's, yeah, mine's kind of just, you know, I take it on the go whenever, you know, depending on what kind of trip it's on, what, what kind of trip I'm going on. I've, I like to take it out and just play like on my bed or something, or like when I'm hanging out in the living room with my family or something. So it's like, it's gotten a lot more use. Uh, and I think people, there are a lot of people that play theirs on TV. So yeah, it's really preference. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. Cool. People are up in arms about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the next piece of news that uh, we have also uh, some new, like quickly announced kind of stuff here is that um, the Sony State of Play happened, which I think it was predicted that it they were we were going to get one last week, but again after we reported, I believe, or it was like the day over the day after that they announced that it was going to happen. Uh, the state of play didn't really have too much. Their big thing was uh, Death Loop, the Arcane Studios, um, mm-hmm. like shooter thing. Um, they did say before, uh, like in the blog post, that there's not going to be anything about their major first party stuff, like God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, or Horizon Forbidden West, and then like the new PSVR. They basically said. No, we're not doing anything <laughs> related to that. But they got some cool stuff in, in there. Like, uh, I was a little disappointed, but uh, there's this game called Sifu that was in there that we saw during one of the previous showcases. That actually got delayed into early next year. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been on, like, a kung fu, like, show and movie kick, so I was looking forward to that. But that's that one where, like, every time you're defeated, like, your character ages up a little bit. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I wanted. I'll probably the way I the way I play. I'd probably get my butt kicked so much. I'd be like an eighty year old man. Like <laughs> by the time I beat the game, um, <laughs> regular old Mr. Miyagi. Um, that looks cool. Um, the other thing I kind of I thought it looked kind of lame at first. There's a thing called Arcade Geddon, Arcade Geddon, which is from the people who made Friday the Thirteenth and uh, the Predator game. But it's like a mm-hmm. hip hop style looking like looter shooter kind of thing okay. um I'll, i'm gonna check this out it's still an er, it's in like an early access phase apparently um but it's like 20 bucks right now so i'm like that the more i looked into it i'm like it looks cool even if it's in an early stage hmm. um another thing i think they've showed that was i think a lot of people will be happy about is uh, moss book two i think it's yeah. called that's that uh, vr two. game where you're the little mouse um so yeah, there was some stuff in here, but just like nothing really like major. Um, My biggest thing is like they need to be telling us when they're gonna get PS5s back in stock at a normal level, and they're real quiet about that. I think my thing is I don't think it's them. I think it's scalpers because like a lot of people have been getting PS5 recently. Uh, I like, still can't. From, yeah, I mean it's still tough for a lot of people, but. I don't think it's Sony's fault at this point because they're like, hey, you know, we're the fastest, you know, our new console is like the fastest selling. I'm like, yeah, but it's only because bots are buying them. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't think it's their fault. Um, I guess uh, another big one is uh, Death Stranding got uh, got their director's cut announced, which that's director's cut is very much a marketing term for Sony to say, like, this is a PS5 version of the new content. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn director's cut. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. They just announced one, which I find it weird that they didn't wait, save it for this. But they announced the Ghost of Tsushima director's cut a few weeks ago. 
that's, yes. that's also going to have a new island and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was a very uh, kind of middling, nothing too exciting here. Like, some interesting stuff. Like, they have this battle royale here also that's called, like, um, what is it? I just saw it. Uh, but it's, like, a, a like again, a kung fu style theme thing. Um, pardon? Where did I see that at? Oh, Hunter's Arena, yeah. So that's that's like a new Battle Royale thing that's coming out on PlayStation pretty soon. Um, looks kind of fun. I don't think it's going to be that great, though. But, yeah, that's State of Play. Kind of meh stuff, really. Um, cool. And then the, th- the third piece of news, I think, is... The, weirdly, like, it's... I think it's the most unknown out of all these three news pieces. I think we're still... People are still kind of confused about it. And that's... Um, uh, so there were leaks and stuff or rumors going around about Assassin's Creed Infinity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I shared in the show notes here like Ubisoft had to officially confirm it. And then yeah. this, this thing, I guess they they talk about it as like an evolving world or something like that. Like, So I don't know. I still don't know what to think about it. Like the concept is weird to me. Yeah. I imagine like a red dead online but I don't know. I didn't like any of the multiplayer that they've done in the past. So I feel like I'm the rare. I'm one of the rare people that did because I got really good at it. Like it was super yeah. cool. It was more of like a Among Us kind of concept before like that was ever a thing. Because like you would pick a skin or like you'd pick a particular character and then like you would mm-hmm. use the blending mechanics and like hiding and, and all that stuff and you would have a target that you would have to take yeah. out. You know and it was very like, it was very like, I, I, among it's like there's multiple people just taking out targets all the time. It wasn't necessarily like a, here's one person that's an imposter kind of a thing. Um, right. I'm trying to think. I think did Black Flag have one? Yes, I think Black Flag had one, but I think it was kind of on the way out. By the time yeah, I remember playing it a lot on three. Yes, I played it a lot uh, when it first came out on Brotherhood, which was like the third Ezio or it was like the second Ezio game but I got way into it it was it was super fun but <laughs> I I think uh what I would think is maybe this is going to be some kind of like shared world concept like they already have the animus so that's already the excuse or the hub to be like hey like you're here you're an assassin or you're a templar um maybe you have these missions in these certain eras so I have a feeling that we'll probably be going back to Italy yeah, we'll probably be going back to like maybe parts of like Egypt or like even mm-hmm. back to um, you know maybe like the Valhalla locations. Like, I, I assume we're going to be going back to old locations and hopefully some like new like scenery too. Like, people have been asking for like one set in like Japan or something in like feudal Japan. Like, so hopefully like we get to see some of that stuff too. I, I don't know, yeah. but I I feel like it's going to be like a like a greatest hits, but also we hopefully get some new stuff. And I don't know whether that's going to be like co-op or not, which I think it would be cool because like Unity tried that. But my thinking is it's like, hey, you're an assassin or a Templar. We have this mission for you. Go do it in this particular time period is what I would hope for. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to see what it'll be. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like how, so lastly, I don't like how they, they described it as like a Fortnite type of world. And I'm like, don't use that <laughs> word because people hate that word. People don't like the word Fortnite. Um, yeah. But uh, 
what we were saying earlier uh, before the podcast is like how like Fortnite is like an ever evolving like island and it's always changing like even mid season you know that there's things that change in on that island and mm-hmm. in that world so maybe like it for Assassin's Creed there could be like maybe you are traveling back to these different time periods but maybe there's all this stuff that's like messing with it or something like I don't know it could be cool though yeah we'll have I'm to curious see. to see what it'll be for sure mm-hmm. Well, yeah. probably the biggest movie of the year so far has come out. We both mm-hmm. got an opportunity to watch it. Um, Black Widow. What did you what did you think? I liked it. Um, I guess like what because at first I, I, I was of the mindset. I'm like more just tongue in cheek. Like, oh, this character's already dead. Like, we don't need this movie. Like, right. <laughs> I mean, that's spoilers for uh, Avengers, which Endgame. has already been Endgame, which has already been out for a couple years, so it's like, uh, yeah. I, so, but to me, like, I guess it it did show me, like, oh, hey, we do have a purpose, but mm. also that purpose wasn't necessarily dictated, like, inside the movie itself. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's like post credit scene stuff that it's like, okay, which, uh, I mean. I don't know, like, for, after reading some stuff, it was like, I think we knew some of that was coming already. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I don't want to, like, spoil it for anybody, but, like, but... Definitely not. It was one of those things where I'm almost glad that we saw some stuff for, related to that scene before, because this would have been this would have been out before Falcon and the Winter Soldier and stuff. So, mm-hmm. there's some stuff that connects with that, and... My thinking was, it's like if we saw this first, I don't, I don't think it would have been as cool. But the fact that we, you know, we saw some of those connections like later, I think it helped more instead of like seeing it first in Black Widow. So mm-hmm. I, I liked it. Uh, I liked a lot of the characters. Red Guardian is great. Yeah. I'm, total, I'm totally getting a Red Guardian costume for Halloween. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. The whole yeah. cast of characters was really cool. Uh, her sister was way like more interesting yeah. than I thought she'd be. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What'd you think of it? I really enjoyed it as well. Uh, my biggest complaint, I think, um, it's going to be a lot of people's, is just how it came to almost too late. Yes. Yeah. Like, so for those who, I think it's the commercials. It really doesn't like matter, uh, but mm. so that people know, the movie takes place right after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I really feel like the movie should have come out right after Civil War. Yes. And yeah. I think if like the movie that we saw came right after that, it would have been mm-hmm. way better just because there's so much that has happened that has been so epic. And then you get this character who doesn't have any superpowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely is a callback to like the Winter Soldier uh, era of movies. Yeah. Uh, and so that part of it just made it seem a lot less epic mm-hmm. um, because they've done so much uh, with everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I'm really glad that they made the movie. Uh, yeah. I do also wish they would have leaned a little bit more into the spy stuff, but what they did utilize was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the spy espionage, like mission yeah. impossible um, feel that the movie had even the like beginning credits were oh, unique yeah. to uh, Marvel, and it felt Ooh. more like a Mission Impossible movie than it did a Marvel yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, it really... So I yeah. love that. I think it was really cool. I just think that the movie came a little late. Um, yeah. 
Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson uh, deserved a movie sooner than they did. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it is kind of a like, like it's it's like the time has finally come kind of a thing. Like, yeah, it seems like she should have had it already. And that was a weird thing too to like do it. It just seems like they wanted to and just couldn't get it in right. scheduling wise, maybe. Which, um, which is weird because like I feel like Captain Marvel like. In hindsight, I feel like that movie was just kind of like popped in there, so that way mm-hmm. they could get her into like Infinity War and Endgame, or right. she wasn't even in Infinity War. I think she was just in Endgame, right? Yeah. But yeah, so either way, it's like that movie was almost like okay, like so it was like that's all we did this for. So it almost feels like I feel like Black Widow deserved it much more than that did. It was it felt like Captain Marvel was just so we could get that character in. Right. But, but also kind of a slap in the face. You have one of the yeah. Avengers and then uh, like you get the only female Avenger mm-hmm. and she doesn't get her own movie until yeah. after someone else we don't know does. Yeah. And it was like, and, and she should like, have a movie for her, you know, for, for that character to all intents and purposes be, be dead now, you know? So it's just like, you're getting people excited about this character. That's not probably not going to show up in teacher movies anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, there have been rumors um we haven't talked about it i didn't put it in any notes um uh-huh. of the sister can't remember her name uh <clears throat> but of her being the new black widow and so this is introducing her to be um another black widow um, <clears throat> and i could see that obviously well, it wouldn't make a lot I of think... sense to have like two more black widow movies with scarlett johansson and try yeah. to like carve them into uh the yeah. timeline that they have going right now yeah, they can always mess with things and bring her back, I guess. Like, That's nothing's true. out of the realm of possibility right now, but I also heard something that Scarlett Johansson said she won't be returning as Black Widow anytime soon. Yeah, um, which makes sense. Yeah, so who who knows? We don't know. Like, we're still in this weird, like, in-between phase of things right now, so. Another thing we need to put in the notes um, uh-huh. that is worth mentioning with all of this is that they're not doing long-term contracts anymore. Oh, you're right. So it's like... I don't know. I'm sure they're going to do like maybe two or three movie contracts. They're just not doing like the nine movie contracts. Right. Like um, probably like Robert Downey. And, yeah. Samuel like Jackson his... had a nine movie contract. Cool. And then like I'm sure all the big guys did too. Like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. I think Chris, Chris Evans Hemsworth. had seven if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. And then Chris Hemsworth had a bunch too I think. So it's like mm-hmm. I think that that gives them more freedom too to kind of like if they have other projects they want to do. They could probably go do them in between and stuff like that. So that's yeah. cool. There were definitely a few movies where Samuel L. Jackson, it was like he was just kind of thrown into the movie out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. They're like, they were just making <laughs> sure the contract deal was done. Yeah. And they're like, yep. oh, we don't actually need you this many movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So cool. I don't know. I'm excited for the future of Marvel. A lot of people thought yeah. Endgame would be the end of it, and I definitely don't think so. Uh, yeah, I never thought it would be. I just didn't know what they would do with it. Yeah, they seem to be having more fun now. Yeah, I feel like because they're not so tied to like the phases right now, like so they're still mm-hmm. ha- like kind of doing some fun stuff, but they're still like throwing little nuggets in there. So, yeah. um, so I'll say if you like spy movies, Black yes. Widow, it's not gonna be like the best spy movie you've ever seen, um, but it's good. If you like Marvel movies, obviously go watch it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of it. That's that's for the people. That's the people yeah. that are gonna like it. Are yeah, it gives me Winter there. Soldier vibes, and I'm totally done with it. Yeah. Yep. Um. If you like Mission Impossible, you're going to be, like, all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun. Go watch it. Mm-hmm. If you hate Marvel movies, 
uh, don't, I guess, because it's definitely like a newer Marvel movie. The comedy is spot on to what Marvel has become known for and right. the action and the big special effects. It's, it's a quintessential Marvel movie. I think if people are tired of them already, then you're not going to find something different. Yeah, definitely didn't do a lot different. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Well, <laughs> what else did you watch, LJ? That's all I watched. <laughs> so I went to uh, the movie theater twice this weekend. It's so close to my house that it's like dangerous. I could just go whenever I want. <laughs> but um, I took my nephew to the to the theater for the first time. Like he's like he's like four and a half years old, I think. But like his mom took him to the movies before. But it was one of those things where it's like I wanted to take him because like movies are my jam. I go to the theater all the time. And so me and my mom took him to see Peter Rabbit 2, which I remember bits and pieces of the first one through, like, watching it by proxy, because I think they've he's watched it in the past. But it's actually a pretty fun little movie. Um, I didn't realize how, like, tied to, like, the book as a reference it is. Because, like, I think at the end of the first one, from what I gather, is, like... So what basically what happens is that there's these, there's these creatures that... There are these animals that live in this area... And then this guy who, get, I think it's like some kind of inheritance or something, gets, you know, a hold of this farm or whatever. And so, like, he, he's about to, I think in the, in the first one, like, he's going, like, he has, like, a girlfriend or something. And the rabbit just doesn't doesn't have any of it. And he's just, like, causes trouble the whole first movie. But I guess by the end of that first movie, she ends up writing a book. And so in the second one now, it's like the book is this big hit, you know. And so... It's just a, it's a, it, it's follow up to that. But I was surprised how like, oh, like they're literally like referencing like the book, you know, like it's a fun little movie. It's got these like CGI, like, I don't know, like they're part, they look interesting because they're like part CGI, but not, um, but the comedy is good. It's fun little jokes here and there with the different animals and stuff. Um, yeah, it was more, it was funnier than I thought it would, was going to be. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go see it just for fun. I don't, I didn't expect to enjoy it, but I guess if you like the first one um go check it out uh we also have a bible study for the first one um i think on our website uh we did that around easter a couple years ago i think um that's got the who stars is the rabbit oh i don't know um i'll look it up i think i know who it is but i can't remember for sure yeah um yeah it's it's good though it's it's fun like it's a good good family movie oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay Cool. All right. Well, we'll get into the news then. Uh, Secret of Black Widow. It is <laughs> uh, breaking pandemic records, which makes sense. Uh, first Marvel movie since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it beat out. I think it's the best. It's the most well-doing movie since um, the last Star Wars movie. Right? Yes. Well, yeah. So apparently it's. Yeah. So. It gets a little confusing there because I think it's, yeah, it's done about as well as, I think it's, yeah, so it's done about as well as Star Wars, I think, like, as far as, like, one of the better releases since then. But then also, it's, I saw somewhere that it's, I guess, the best performing movie since the pandemic started, since, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, So it it gets a little confusing there because, like... I think like it's it's like I don't think a movie has done that well since Star Wars is is what I think that 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 reads, and it feels so long ago because like I remember going to see Rise of Skywalker like 
we did we did that as like a Christmas party thing, like at, at my church for the staff. So I'm like, that feels so long ago. Um, <laughs> but then I forget, like Rise of Skywalker was like 2019. So yeah. at the end of that, and then and then it's weird because like Sonic was like one of the last movies I saw in theaters. Also, so it's just like wow, like too it time is a weird thing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it's well deserving. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if if there was a time for people to go back to the movies and be like, I think it would be for Black Widow. Like, it was neat because yeah. like Kong, like or Godzilla versus Kong was was a good one for like you know some people to come out to, but like the movie goers. Um, yeah, like but a Marvel movie is like okay, this is the one that people are gonna try to see because like, I mean, you could pay. Apparently, it still did really well, like on Disney Plus. Like mm-hmm. it made like I saw, it, didn't it? It made like sixty million or something. I believe so. Yeah, so <laughs> I was just like, wow. But yeah, it feels yeah, like this sixty million is, on Disney Plus. Yeah, and this this just feels like if you're going back to the theaters, like this is the movie to do it because Marvel movies have dominated kind of the theaters for for the last couple of years. And we haven't had yeah. one since Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just crazy. Yeah. It's like a, the world is healing meme. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then speaking of Disney, we got a trailer for Encanto. Encanto? Yeah. Probably Encanto. Yeah, Encanto, yeah. Um, Which kind of came out of nowhere for me. I actually saw the trailer um, at the Black Widow showing. And was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Seems fun. Seems cute. Yeah, like, it seems fine. But, like, I'm also, like, I don't really know how to feel about it. Because, like, I know Pixar has been on this, like, cultural kind of, like, kick right now, too. And then, like, we've already had, like, Coco. Like, you know, for, like, the, you know, the Latino community and all that stuff. And it's just, like, this feels like... Like, like, I'm sure it'll be fine, but it's just, like, even after watching, like, Soul and Luca and stuff, I'm, like, I feel like a lot of these anim- animated movies have been, like, kind of not, not great. Like, they've been fine, but, like, I don't know. Like, it's just I'm not really excited about it considering, like, I mean, it is different studios, but, like, even Raya, like, Raya I thought was really good at first, but the more I thought about it, like, that, that movie had some problems, too. So it's just, like, Disney movies and, uh, like, Pixar movies haven't really been hitting home entirely lately, so... Yeah, like it look. It looks fine. I feel like we're getting a lot of them. Yeah, and that's also weird too, is we're getting a lot of them very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It seems cool. I I don't mm. really know what to put past it. And just <laughs> cute kids thing. Like I said, there's a lot of them. I feel saturated. Yeah, nothing really stood out to me. Um, a movie that is standing out to me though, Netflix, uh, Red Notice has got Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne Johnson, and Gal Gadot um it's called red notice it's about Mm. a fbi profiler versus an art thief versus a con man and i don't know who's who but i'm excited for this movie it looks really cool it's got like a little teaser of it like a little look uh (laughs) like set image type thing yeah but i think it's gonna be cool isn't it, is this, uh, didn't we a while back or didn't we talk about like how like Netflix had like a really expensive movie planned? Is this that? Probably. I mean, that's. Cause like even another, I, th- I saw another studio deemed it too expensive. Like, uh, so they didn't like pick it up. 
I mean, that cast uh, alone is expensive. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because I feel like these these three characters are going to play off each other really nicely. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds already had a Hobbs and Shaw cameo, so it's like... It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I think it'll work out really well. Yeah. Um, Super, super excited for that. That's going to be coming out November 12th. Yeah. So keep an eye out. I'm sure Um, we'll have trailers by then. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we'll have a trailer in the next month or two. (laughs) I'll be getting a TV... Um, I didn't really do much different with this. I, I watched TV, thought that I was hitting all the marks here, uh, but <laughs> it's stuff that I've kind of just been uh, working on. So for me, uh, finished Seven Deadly Sins and uh, really like that show. But at the ending, like, could be a series finale. And I don't know if it is oh, or not. I haven't no. looked it up. But it just kind of ends. So it's oh. like this really epic thing that I'm like, I don't know where you could go from here. But literally, like, the fight is over, and they're like, cool, everyone's alive, credits. And I was like... isn't this one of those shows that does, like, the half-season kind of thing, like, once in a while? Uh, not really. Wasn't there something weird about... I think, oh, wasn't it, like, when they released, like... They released a few seasons with, like, a, a couple episodes or something, didn't they? Oh, kind of. It was more of, like, a... They were four filler episodes. Oh, okay. And it was like, it had nothing to do with the plot, and it was just four episodes, <laughs> and they were like, this is season two, and okay. everyone was really mad, and then they stopped calling it season two, um, oh, because okay. it was like, they've named the seasons now. Yeah. Um, because season two was like, four episodes that had nothing to do with the plot <laughs> at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is weird. So yeah, I don't know what's going on with this. Like, it's, uh, it was pretty epic ending, but then they were just like... And that's the story. And it was like, there's a lot <laughs> that could have been explained in a good, like, 15-minute episode. Like, you couldn't find 15 minutes to explain, like, the rest of what's going to happen. And it's not yeah. one of those where it's like, what'll happen next? You'll have to figure that out for yourself in your mind. It was just like, that's it. Okay. So is this like a 10 or 13 episode thing? Um, Yes. It was 12 episodes, I believe. Okay. Because I know some anime, they do, like, the weird half thing, like, where it's, like, they'll do 10 or 13, then they'll do, like, another half. So maybe you be. just haven't got the other half yet. I just don't know what'll happen in the other half. Like, yeah. they didn't set anything up. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was it was fun while well, it lasted, and I'm <laughs> pretty sure it's over and just ended in the weirdest way possible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Loki, we've got one more, one more episode of Loki. Yeah, I mean, not much we can really theories. say at this point. Yeah, um, Loki yeah. is a crazy ride. Oh yeah, that last episode was just off the rails. Yeah, love it. Tons of Easter yeah. eggs and everything. Like, I, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Like, I'm gonna have to watch that episode first thing in the morning so I don't get spoiled. By <laughs> what else are you watching? Oh, uh, yeah. So I finished that show Warrior. I've been watching. Uh, that show is very like. I mean, it is an HBO show, so it does kind of give me some, like, Game of Thrones vibes because there's multiple factions in it. There's, like, there's like the government people in it. There's cops, which almost feel separate from, like, the government now um, in that show. Then you got the, the two different... You got the Irishmen, and then you got the two different Asian... Or the, Chinese, the Chinese gangs and stuff. But it's very, it's very much like a political thing. You know, there's these 
factions, they all have their goals and things like that. Like Game of Thrones, every character and every group has, has a goal, you know, like, so, um, but I finished the two seasons that were there and it's just one of those things where it just, it went to heck, like by the time that season ended. So I'm waiting to see when the season three is going to come out. Cause this is a thing, uh, where it's, it's coming to HBO max since, uh, they picked it up after Cinemax canceled their, uh, their original shows. Um, it actually has um, the guy who played Sub-Zero in the new Mortal Kombat movie. He plays a character in that show, which is cool. I didn't quite catch at first. Um, okay. So that, that was kind of neat. And I'm like, hey, like that's cool. Like There's there's characters that have, there's actors that have been other stuff. But it's a show that like, there's people that obviously they're, nobody is necessarily like a good person in that show. <laughs> but I just like them all. Like there's a bunch of these characters that are just so fun to watch and just see the path they go on. Like I haven't seen a lot of Game of Thrones, but I'm sure Game of Thrones is the same way. Like there's just these characters like you can't like help but like not be interested in like where they're going and what they're doing. Um So yeah, it it was good. I'm just waiting for season 3 now. Cool. Yeah. Um the second show i actually think i'm on like the last episode or something already it's short uh i watched resident evil infinite darkness uh which is an animated thing there's only four episodes so that tells me y'all could have just made a two-hour movie and been fine with it um (laughs) because they're only like 30 30 or so minutes long um they do take place inside the video game like canon apparently which is pretty cool yeah. Um, so you have, I think it's centered on it's centered on Claire and Leon, and apparently it takes place after Resident Evil Four, because before he even shows up, they mentioned like, oh yeah, like Leon's like he's, you know, he's he's a really good, you know, he's really good at what he does. He re- he helped rescue the president's daughter and stuff like that, which was the plot of Four. It was basically you go to this weird village in Europe to rescue the president's daughter in that game. Um. Okay. So. And, well, that also threw me off because I think their designs are more based off of, like, the remake that just came out. Uh, at least Claire looks a lot like the remake version. Um, the story's okay. Um, but if you want to watch some cool-looking animation, it's got really good CGI. That reminds me it reminds me of watching, like, a Kingsglaive or, like, an Advent Children or something. Yeah. And there are some cool moments in it. There's, like, some more lighting... Yeah, yeah, I'm glad it, that they're doing this. Like, I like cutscenes have gotten so good anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like just give me movies that are cutscenes. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, there there were two previous. Like, I was surprised this wasn't a movie because they did two of these like in the past. Like, gosh, in the past like maybe 15 years or so, there's been like two other ones because they had there was one um, that was set in like an airport. And then there was another one called like Resident Evil Damnation or something that came out in like the last ten years. But like this one's cool. Like if you just want something visually like kind of pleasing to watch, like the story isn't really that great. Like it's it's very much feels like a, just like a movie plot, like a tie-in. It's not gonna it's not gonna really add to the game world or anything. But like it's it's fun. It's just like if you want to kill two hours, then it's easy. It's an easy watch in two hours. Cool. So. Yeah, it's not bad. Visually pleasing. Sounds exciting. Yeah, yeah so that's what I watched. All right. Well, we're getting TV. Like I said, we have a lot of Netflix stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, if you've been excited to watch Last Airbender and Korra on Netflix, uh, sorry, 
get it in now while you can. It's going to be moving to Paramount Plus, which makes sense. Paramount Plus is all like Nickelodeon type stuff. They haven't said when, by the way, but I think an executive did say like, oh yeah, like it's happening. They're moving. I mean, that makes sense. Paramount Plus, they've kind of announced, I think it was them that announced uh, that the makers of Avatar The Last Airbender are making like an entire shared universe of movies and TV shows and stuff. I think it's literally called Avatar Studios, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So like, why wouldn't you have Last Airbender and Korra and Paramount Plus if you're doing that? Yeah. Um, so also, uh, we haven't heard anything much about that live action mm-hmm. airbender thing, so maybe it's not happening. And I'm going to guess, the best. yeah, I'm going to guess that whole situation is soured now, especially since like the creators left and then Paramount and then Nickelodeon's already like, well, we've got our own network now. We don't need this live action thing. We're already doing this other thing. So yeah. Maybe they're I would. Like, nope. It'd be worth checking out Paramount Plus. The whole shared universe. Like when something else comes out for that, I would watch it. But they yeah. could do a live action, and that probably would end up being okay. Mm-hmm. Although they gave us M Night Shyamalan's version, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what is going to be on Netflix uh, is Witcher stuff. Witcher's there mm-hmm. to stay. Uh, oh we yeah. We got a trailer for an animated Witcher. Movie or show? I think it's a movie. It like might, a short like uh, a film. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, but it's called Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is not about Geralt. I always want to say Geralt. <laughs> uh, it's not about Gerald. It's about, uh, is his name Vormir? Vesemir. Ves- Ves- Vormir. <laughs> Who's Vormir? That's the... That's a world Vormir? in Marvel... Yes. Okay. That's and then the Bor- and then Boromir from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Who is it?" I played the game. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, Vesemir, though, he's the old um, guy that like trains Geralt, if I'm mm-hmm. remembering correctly. Yeah, so that's really cool. Older. And he doesn't look like an old person in this trailer. Mm-hmm. It's like his years as a young Witcher. Mm-hmm. I think it was cool. I'm excited. Yeah, animation. Yeah, I was gonna say it definitely looks like a Netflix is really cashing in on that style, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I'm okay um, with for now until they make something that's not good. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> uh, and then moving on to Disney Plus, we got our first trailer for Marvel's What If. Uh, I might be second now. I'm thinking about it. There might have had like a little teaser thing before, but it's a full trailer. It's like two and a half minutes or so. Um, yeah, definitely get a look at what the show is gonna be. Um, which is just craziness animation style looks beautiful it's like um what's that show about uh the dragon prince yeah it looks very much like uh that with the budget yeah dragon prince ruby genlock that kind of like 3d animation Mm -hmm. but way crisper and nicer. way better (laughs) yeah yeah it looks Um, so cool i'm excited for it there's all sorts of stuff going on in there i'll let you guys watch the trailer stuff i won't give anything away it's yeah cool to see things mm-hmm. it reminds me of like it's kind of neat that we have this for marvel and then we have that visions thing we talked about that about last week for star yeah. wars yeah i i'm excited for it there's just so much that goes on in that trailer it's super cool mm-hmm. so definitely check that out and that is our tv news kind of blew through that mm-hmm. uh so yeah are you geeking out about anything else this week that, that's it <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it. All right, short episode this week. Uh, (laughs) Cool. 
Where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ. And then you can also find me on our Twitch channel streaming on Fridays, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.